You're listening to 30 Below with Allie and Rick. I'm Allie. And I'm Rick. And this week, uh, for tax season, uh, we kind of misunderstood the assignment, I think, um, because we watched Taxi, which has tax in it. But uh, there are no accountants. There's no accountants. There's nothing really to do with taxes. There's banks. There's banks. So that that kind of counts. Yes, this is not an Italian accountant film. No, no, it is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we watched Taxi um, because there are no other tax or accountant <laughs> movies that fit uh, within our uh, criteria. So yeah, that's this is what we did. Um, it is rated PG-13. It is from 2004. It has a critics rating of 9% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 106 critics. Um, and a 43% audience rating um, from 100,000 plus viewers. That's a lot of people that had opinions on Taxi. It is. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the tagline is, take a ride on the wild side. Which, uh, it's full of bad driving. So, yes. so yeah, I, I'd say it fits. Uh, this movie was directed by Tim Story, uh, who we will be hearing about him again. I guarantee it. Mm. He is uh, got his big break when he directed Barbershop, and he's best known uh, for directing the Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four Rise of Silver Surfer movies. Oh, okay. Like the Chris Evans Fantastic Four. The the middlingest of the Fantastic Four oh movies. Because <laughs> there have been four, they're all notoriously bad. Yeah. And uh, most recently, just last year, in fact, he directed the Tom and Jerry movie. Oh! Which, you know, the movie where they tried to make Colin Jost happen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then on the writing side, this is a little more interesting, uh, it's got four listed writers, one of them, Jim Kauf. Uh, he's directed, or written Operation Dumbo Drop, uh, Rush Hour, Snow Dogs, and mm. National Treasure. Mm, okay. And then uh, two of the writers, I believe they're a writing duo because they had a bunch of credits together. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Ben Garrett and Thomas Lennon. Oh. Yep. Who are known for writing such hits as Reno 911, mm -hmm. uh, Night at the Museum, mm -hmm. and most notably for this podcast, Balls of Fury. <laughs> they also uh, wrote uh, Punch Up for the DreamWorks Peabody and Sherman movie. So just keeping it in those old cartoons getting yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, screenplay originally by was the credit for Luc Besson. Yeah, this is based off of a French film. Yeah, which... By the same name. He is known for directing Léon the Professional, which is oh. Natalie Portman's first movie. Okay. Uh, and writing and directing The Fifth Element, which is an amazing sci-fi movie from the 90s. Mm -hmm. So yeah, his name is definitely the odd one out mm -hmm. in that list. Yeah. I'm like, Luc Besson, what are you doing here? Well, yeah, I I read that this was a bad remake of a good French film. 
I'd believe it. We usually do bad remakes of good French films. The only notable exception I can think of off the top of my head is uh, True Lies. Is that a remake? Yeah, it's a remake a of a French film. film. Ah. Like it's the that's why it's the weirdest movie in James Cameron's filmography because ah. it's a remake of a French farce. Did we do other bad remakes of French films? Uh, not to my knowledge. Oh, you you meant we as Usians? Yes. Do that. I was like, what? When have we done? Okay, I get that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that is the backstory. Uh. If you're still trying to place it and you're like, taxi, taxi, it's that movie that tried to make Jimmy Fallon a movie star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's Falloning it up yeah. throughout this movie. Yeah. I didn't see him like do his Jimmy Fallon thing of breaking character and like smiling through it. Well, luckily they have editors for oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because... Yeah. This movie has bloopers in the credits, it and does. he did some uh, breaking of character in those. Yeah. Basically, every blooper of Jimmy Fallon was him breaking character and snickering. Yeah, that's true. Which, yeah. Uh, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. That's what he's known for. Yep. In terms of he's his acting. He's known for almost ruining one of the greatest Saturday Night Live sketches with the cowbell sketch because he can't keep it together. Yeah. Um, and also Queen Latifah. Yeah, and Queen Latifah is in this, um, as is Giselle Bunchen. Uh Mrs. Tom Brady. Yeah, Mrs. If Tom Brady. You are unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is a weird movie, like, mm-hmm. that they're hunting down four supermodels, and that's just, they just happen to be four Brazilian models. Yeah. I guess, but okay. I don't know. So yeah, the movie starts up, we get, uh, we hear Crazy in Love, and we're seeing shots of New York City, mm-hmm. and we see this uh, premium rush bicyclist. Uh, running through streets and doing all sorts of crazy tricks and riding crazy. Ricocheting off of, like, streetlights and buildings and, like, going through department store, um, getting sprayed by perfume. They go down the stairs into a subway Mm -hmm. and then go through the subway train, Mm -hmm. which then means that they must go up the stairs and then exit the subway like how did that save them time don't know because all they would have done would be like cross the street yeah in that time but apparently they had to do this cool move of going through yeah the subway and i was like oh no this is gonna be jimmy fallon isn't it oh because i was like that's gonna be the punchline but the punchline is worse, yeah, somehow. That it's a woman, Queen Latifah. And she ramps off of an unhoused person's uh, shanty. Oh no, I didn't see that. Onto a semi-truck. Oh, I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, and then they Ooh. take off their helmet and it's Queen Latifah. And Queen Latifah, known for being a larger person. Mm-hmm. The cyclist is, like, not... And it's just very bizarre that they 
tried to pass off that body doubling. Right. Which, again, nothing wrong with it. It's just no. mismatched. Yeah. But, yeah, I I guess it would have been more of a giveaway if it were a, you know, heavier person mm-hmm. on the butt. But, I mean, she's, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, the body doubling doesn't match up. And she's shows up to her premium rush job, and I'm calling it premium rush because of the JLG movie, or JGL movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, he was in a movie called Premium Rush, where he cycle, he's a bike messenger in New York. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's, I imagine it's dumb. I don't know anything else about it, mm-hmm. aside from what I just said. Anyway, she shows up, and it is her last day, mm-hmm. and everyone's so sad to see her go, because she just did, like, this amazing run, and she beat her time, mm-hmm. and she's finally fulfilling her dream of getting that New York taxi medallion. Of being a taxi driver. That is, well, that's not even really her dream. No, that's, like, her temporary it dream. doesn't make any sense. Like, she... <laughs> Yeah, she started out as a bike messenger to pay for a taxi because she wants to be a taxi driver. But then when she gets in the taxi, you see a photo of her boyfriend and then a bunch of NASCAR stuff. So clearly she wants to be a NASCAR driver. But apparently being a taxi driver is the way to get there, which may... Yeah, this movie is so weird. Yes, in the sense that New York City taxis are notoriously difficult to get a medallion for. Mm-hmm. Like, it's over six figures to get one of them because they only license so many taxi drivers. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it is difficult to get it. Mm-hmm. But for that to be, like, this big life goal, but mm-hmm. maybe she'll make more doing it. I don't know. Or maybe she'll just, like, driving fast through New York. I mean, how she... To make six figures as a bike messenger as well mm-hmm. is interesting. <laughs> yes, and they have a going away present for her, and mm-hmm. it's a titanium supercharger mm-hmm. for her for her to install into her taxi. Yep. Which I guess she owns the taxi. I'm not sure how it works. I feel like most of the time a fleet owns it, and you're hired as a contractor to drive it. But yeah, that's what I figured. I guess she's an independent owner operator i guess and her boyfriend shows up to work Mm -hmm. and he's talking about how he's got big plans for her and she forgot about it because she's always forgetting always important dates that he has Mm -hmm. planned for them there's also a healthy dose of sexism at Mm -hmm. the bike messenger whatever place um because they say that she's, like, the best man that her boss has ever had, and she's the only woman, um, and, like, she also, like, encourages it as well by being like, oh, I know you're gonna miss having this around, and then she kind of, like, shakes her butt a little bit, um, so that's weird, um, yeah, and it's just very, like, everyone else is a guy and she's a girl Mm -hmm. um and it's very like uh emphasized Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i should say she's a woman not Mm -hmm. a girl but she 
apologized to her man. She's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to be there for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. And she starts, she's got to be downtown for a four o'clock appointment. Mm-hmm. Then she starts tongue kissing him mm-hmm. and discovers, oh no, she's already five minutes late. Well, he also says, um, like, he's concerned that she's wearing perfume. And he's like, who are you wearing perfume for? And she was saying that she went through a Macy's. And he's like, the only thing I like on you is me. Mm. And, like, that's not a good line and is, in fact, an insult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's a very bad line and frankly i don't i thought of the who are you wearing perfume for kind of a red flag Mm -hmm. like he seems raw jealous and like if he's concerned that all of a sudden you're wearing perfume maybe you just decided to wear perfume one day because you like wearing perfume yeah yeah so she goes to her appointment to get her medallion Mm -hmm. and there's a long line of people because mm-hmm. she forgot to factor in good old American bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. And she can't get through fast enough, so she has to... She goes home too late, and her boyfriend's already in bed, and he like left a little note on the plate next to the candles and mm-hmm. flowers that said, What happened? Because mm-hmm. he just wants to know what happened. What happened? <laughs> and I guess... They live in a garage? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's a giant open space. Yeah. And then she just starts working on the car. Mm-hmm. And he sleeps through her completely rebuilding this taxi, which she puts, like, seven figures into, it yeah. seems. Yeah, yeah. As we'll see in the next scene, because she gets her first uh, fair, mm-hmm. and it's a guy who says, hey, get me to the airport, get me to JFK in 15 minutes, and I'll give you $100. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I can do that, and flips a bunch of switches, and then there is a minute-long sequence. It's so long. Like, the car has to be lifted up off the ground so that the wheels can change, mm-hmm. the taxi light comes in, mm-hmm. and... The engine pops up out of the hood. Mm-hmm. There's new headlights and the license There's, plate like changes itself. There's spoilers that mm-hmm. come up and mm-hmm. it's like a completely different car now. Mm-hmm. And she like changes the steering wheel even because that will help her uh, go I, faster. I have no idea, but it doesn't change anything. She just drives really badly and like it's fast, but it's not like... She's, like, got, like, fire coming out of the back or anything like that. It just seems like she's speeding in traffic and yep, just, and like... dangerously weaving through cars. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the guy doesn't buckle up, so he's getting rocked back and forth dangerously. Mm-hmm. Well, that's his fault. And she mentions that she normally doesn't pick up white guys because it's her way of trying to balance the world. Mm. And yeah, this is her first fair, so what does she mean that she uh, normally yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe she just decided that in the future, like, as throughout her career... As a taxi driver, she will not pick up white guys because she wants to balance out the the system. Which also, yeah, they've got it coming. They do. They absolutely do. And she evades cops 
and is straight up like, nope, I'm not pulling over. Going to break some more laws. Mm-hmm. Yep. And successfully weaves through traffic better than motorcycle cops can. Yep. Mm-hmm. And manages to get to the airport where she pushes a button and the taxi goes back to its old form. In like seconds. Yep. And then she's like, nope, no one here by that description. Mm-hmm. Boop-a-doo. Mm-hmm. And she gets like $2,000 thrown at her by this guy. Because yeah. he just throws all the money he has because mm-hmm. he's so shooken up by this experience. Yeah. And then we see the villains of this movie. We do. Uh, and of course, uh, we see legs first and then we pan up. Because mm-hmm. it's the only way you can introduce a woman on film. Absolutely. Well... I mean, depending on who the woman is. Yes. It's the only way you can introduce a model on film. Or four of them at or, once. Or four of them. But to make sure that we know that they are wild things, mm-hmm. uh, they make sure to play Tone Loke's wild thing. Bow, bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a perfect needle drop every time. Yeah. Never been misused. Mm-mm. Uh... Giselle is, like, the leader of the gang, I guess, um, and she goes to a taxi, and, um, the guy who is apparently the taxi driver, um, has, uh, he's, like, putting her bags into his trunk, and she's like, don't scratch it, you idiot, um, and I was like, well, she's very mean to, Mm -hmm. to this driver. That is, that is not very nice. And we are now 10 minutes into the movie, and we're finally introduced to Jimmy Fallon. Which means that this is actually a Queen Latifah movie with Jimmy Fallon in it. Yeah. Despite the fact that I'm pretty sure all the marketing for it was Jimmy Fallon's in this wild ride. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, you have to lead with the white guy, because otherwise who would see it? And In marketing, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, uh, he he is wearing a disguise. He puts on a fake mustache, and he looks like a 70s gangster with, like, a little tiny ponytail. His hair is, like, slicked back. Mm -hmm. And he's meeting up with his fellow cop, Mm -hmm. uh, who is played by an actor who we recently saw on Our Flag Means Death playing Steed Bonnet's stepdad or adopted father caretaker yeah something like that and yes they're going to take down this dangerous cuban smuggling ring and they're smuggling phone cards fake phone cards yeah because that used to be an incredibly lucrative market because you could make these really expensive phone calls for free Mm. and you could sell them for like 20 bucks and they'd be basically untraceable mm. but yeah it's the i think there was only like a 10 year period of history where that was a feasible scam hmm i don't know it's it's very amusing that that's the big bust that they're doing yeah i was really confused i was like they're selling phone cards um and like he even tests the phone card on his yeah, cell he does. phone mm-hmm. because this is the era when you had minutes on mm-hmm. your phones yeah um and jimmy fallon uh because he's 
Undercover, uh, he's doing a Latino accent to try to fool the gangsters into thinking that he's not a cop, because all of a sudden the gangsters are, like, getting suspicious and everything. Because apparently they were told that the uh, people they were meeting for this deal were also Cuban. And I guess the New York Police Department, one of the most diverse and most terrible police departments in the world... Mm -hmm doesn't have people to pass for cuban mm -hmm. let alone peep cops who speak spanish yeah but they do have uh, jimmy, jimmy fallon. fallon trying to he knows no spanish and he's doing like a ricky ricardo he practically. Is. It's, it's really bad um he starts accusing the gangsters of being cops um, and he's like, I don't think you're really, I don't think your guy is really here. If he's here, like, bring him out. And then this guy comes out with a gun. And then Jimmy Fallon says, if you're ever in Havana, look me up. And then the gangsters, because they were like getting along and everything. They do that classic, we're all laughing and no one knows which way it's going. Yeah. Everyone's just laughing, even yep. though there's nothing funny. Yep. Um, and, uh, the gangsters say, like, oh, we're in Havana, and Jimmy Fallon says Castro Street, um, which tips off the gangsters that they are not talking to one of their own. They are talking to a cop. And so his partner gets shot in the arm, mm -hmm. and by a gun that's like a four barrel pistol which that's a weird gun mm. that's like an antique thing mm -hmm. like pre-revolver gun mm -hmm. but that's what he's using to shoot yep and they run out of there so they're chasing the bad guys and his partner's been shot so he can't drive because he can't move his arm mm -hmm. so jimmy fallon has to drive <gasps> Jimmy Fallon can't drive. He's a really bad driver. Um, and he does, like, all his safety checks, like, checks the mirror, checks blah, 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 puts his arms hand, or puts his hand out to signal that he's uh, pulling out, and he backs full force into a bodega. Like, 40 feet. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I hate that joke in movies so much. Mm -hmm. I hate it so mm -hmm. much when you hit reverse and you mean drive, because I've done that. Like, where oh, I've yeah, been same. in the wrong thing. And you stop within three feet because right. you're like, oop, wrong way. Right, yeah. But in movies, you just hold the gas down just until you're stopped. step on it. Mm -hmm. And he kills a bird. Mm-hmm, yep. Nearly hits his partners. And, yeah, it's just so, so dumb. Really, yeah. Um... Oh, and then we get the other amazing gag that... Uh, movies with cars have where he gets the late airbag. Oh, yes. The late airbag. Indeed. And he shows up to the station and he's still wearing this outfit. Mm -hmm. He's taken off the fake mustache. Mm -hmm. And on his desk, there is a gift wrapped driving for dummies. Yes. He then goes to meet with his lieutenant who is uh, shows him that he's on the New York Post or something. Mm-hmm. And that means that this is the next day that the front page news is a cop crashed into a bodega. Yeah. 
but and they managed to get that book in time so they had time to plan this gag gift but he hasn't changed mm. mm-hmm. or it's later that same day and this is the fastest print on a newspaper maybe it's the evening edition maybe. i don't know i don't know and maybe they just happen to have the driving for dummies on hand because they were waiting for the third time for him to total a car because apparently he's totaled two cars yeah in the past yeah like official police cars mm-hmm. and yeah and that doesn't he hasn't lost his badge yet nope nope he has not lost his badge yet um apparently he has a history with um his lieutenant lieutenant marta robbins um, and he hits on her the whole time. I have a Keeps... theory that he's not actually, doesn't actually have history with her. Yeah, same. I, he says that they dated, but, uh, she does not seem to be interested or, like, even, like, charmed by him for one second throughout this movie. He keeps calling her Marta instead of Lieutenant after she corrects him, like, a bajillion times. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He makes uh, a joke about Bobby Brown. Yep, he makes a joke about Bobby Brown. She... So, uh, Lieutenant Robbins uh, tells him that his driver's license... Or his license to... Yeah, driver's license. Yeah, his driver's license. Is suspended. Um, and he won't need it for this next mission. Mm-hmm. Um... So we see Jimmy Fallon out on the streets of New York, and then he tries to stop someone because he gets a tip about a bank robbery, and he tries to stop someone who is driving, like, holding up his badge and being like, police! And the person swerves, hits a car um, that is parked, and then all the cars behind it smash, and then it's like a 30-car pileup. Yep. Which, also, there are just people walking in the crosswalk behind him. Mm-hmm. So this driver kind of did it on their own. Yeah. Because they panicked hard. Oh, yeah. And then no one had the wherewithal to hit the brakes. Mm-hmm. But, in true ACAB fashion, he then just walks away. Yep. From this giant accident. Doesn't check to see if everyone's okay. Nope. You know, doesn't try to help. Mm-hmm. Doesn't try to serve or protect. Mm-hmm. He's got bad guys to shoot. Yeah. There are so many injuries in this movie that, like, nobody cons- considers. Um, like, there are so many cars that crash and so many, like, buildings that are being hit. Like, people had to be injured. It's like a superhero movie yeah. where it's like, oh, all these buildings fell down. But... We didn't see any, you know, civilians get hurt, so it's fine. Yep, so let's mark that as fleeing the scene of an accident, so crime number one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, he manages to find, uh, or he gets into a taxi, mm-hmm. and we see these people in suits leaving a bank. Mm-hmm. Wearing very ill-fitting suits. Ill-fitting suits. That it's very clear that really there bad are wigs. incredibly feminine figures wearing them. Yeah, fake mustaches. Yep. And uh, he's like, hey, follow that car. And 
uh, he happens to get in Queen Latifah's car, mm-hmm. and she takes him the five blocks or whatever to the uh, bank, and then he's like, no, we gotta follow him, and then she pushes the buttons to transform, this time while driving, mm-hmm. and it's just a seamless transition, and it takes less than ten seconds until right. she's in supercar mode. Yeah. And, oh man, the the behind the people compositing like the backgrounds when they're driving yeah all look so fake yeah this was very clearly filmed with nowhere within a thousand miles of new york city Mm -hmm. Uh, which i checked it is filmed in la and then they just green screened all the new york stuff and it's very obvious yeah um jimmy fallon tells queen latifah not to worry about speed limits or street lights Mm mm-hmm because he's a cop, and she's uh, in on this mission now. And he pulls out his gun and drops it right away. Well, so. he was trying to be cool. He's like, I'm going to take my pistol, and then, like, flings it through the the window, or the divider. Uh, divider. Um, so he's got to go back and get it. But the hole is too small, so his butt is in her face a lot. And his foot is on the steering wheel, too, and she's having trouble driving. I guess she tells us, but we don't actually see the car swerving or anything. Yeah. Or or having to make a last-minute dodge because of it. We're just told, yeah, this is a problem now. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he has an accidental discharge, mm-hmm. potentially hitting just a random person on the street. Because Probably. New York pedestrian ways are often very filled. Yep. And so, yeah, there's crime too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's technically a crime, but uh, it should be. Pro- but Probably that's, should be. Yeah. The most accurate cop we've ever seen on film. Um, and, uh, the accidental discharge shatters, uh, the window of the taxi. Mm-hmm. And they manage to, uh, back the, uh, supermodels into an alleyway where there's no escape. It's a dead end, which, of note, New York City actually doesn't have, like, any alleys, uh, because... Everything is so densely packed. There's like one alleyway that you see in every movie that takes place in New York. Hmm. Because it's the only filmable alleyway. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. And so, yes, this is one of those things where it's like, oh, this is clearly not New York. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon's like, gotta be all cool. So he's like, don't worry, I'll take him. And he slides the uh, slider back on his gun to cock it. Which, this is the third time that he has done this before mm-hmm. firing it. Uh, that's the equivalent of pumping a shotgun. It puts a bullet from the magazine into the chamber. So, every time he pulls it back, he's just expelling a wasted shot. Yeah. Like, the first time you do it, it loads one into the chamber. Mm-hmm. But he's now wasted two bullets mm-hmm. by pulling it, trying to look cool. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he doesn't know how guns work. Nope. And tries to stop them from coming at him mm-hmm. and shoots at them. Yep. And apparently they've got bulletproof glass and he manages to hit one of the tires, but it doesn't go flat. It's an armored tire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That apparently repaired itself. Yes, which actually that is a thing. That is it are, really? Yeah, there are cars that are tires that will try to fill punctures 
but they are temporary. Oh. Well, they did say it was temporary. Okay. I didn't know that. And Queen Latifah is backing up from them so that they don't ram her car. Mm-hmm. Even though we then see that there is space enough for two of them. Yeah, they're side by side in the alley, even though they're like, yeah. it. Mm. And she's able to very clearly see them mm-hmm. and hear them. Mm-hmm. She identifies them very clearly. Yes. And then they manage to just sneak past her. Yeah, there's like a garbage truck or something backing... Um, like into or not into the alley but like next to the alley or in front of it um and their car gets out before that and then yeah queen latifah is like stuck behind this truck that's backing up and jimmy fallon shows up and he's like hey you gotta chase after them and she's like no i'm not going anywhere until someone pays for my car uh because you broke my window Mm -hmm. which is accurate yep and he says, calm down, ma'am, because mm-hmm. that's what you do when mm-hmm. you're a white man talking to a black woman. You mm-hmm. tell them to calm down mm-hmm. when they are rightfully upset with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she steals Just his... Just for clarity's purposes, whenever we speak like this, it's sarcasm. Yes. Like, yeah, we don't believe any of that, but... No, A-C-A-B. Just wanted to make sure. And they... Uh, the most unrealistic part of this movie, she steals a cop's badge and gun. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. it's just a fun goof. Well, she first takes his badge and then he points his gun at her, like telling her to give it back. And then she somehow gets his gun. And so she's pointing the gun at him while holding his badge. And it's not even his uh, main gun because he takes his side piece out of his ankle holster, yep. mm-hmm. which... Why was he so concerned with getting his gun from the back seat? If that's the case, he has a side on his ankle. I don't know. He could have grabbed that. It's got fewer bullets, but it's better than sticking your butt in the air and almost crashing the car. Especially for someone who is so concerned with looking cool and being cool. Um, But yeah, he grabbed his piece uh, from his ankle because... um, he, he or by doing this like somersault thing to grab it out of his ankle and he was like yeah i just i wanted to do that it was really cool or whatever and more cops show up finally mm-hmm. and they do not fire on the black woman pointing a gun at a white man it's not realistic not for the nypd Mm-mm. and they calmly have a conversation and Jimmy Fallon's like, no, I'm a cop. And they're like, okay, show us your badge. And then Queen Latifah doesn't let him have his badge to prove that he's a cop so that Mm -hmm. she doesn't get shot right now. Yeah. Which, why would she do that? I don't know. That makes no sense. I don't know. Especially later on where she... She's like super confident that she won't be harmed in this situation. Later on, she'll, she like... uh, turns on him in seconds when she thinks he's going to get them killed mm-hmm. in a situation where she just wants to get out of there. Yeah. But here she just loves her car so much, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Fallon turns around and the cops are like, oh, it's you. What a loser. Yeah, they literally said that. Um, yeah, so... Uh, um... And they're 
back at the police station. Yeah. Um, Queen Latifah has her taxi taken, and she says she only saw the taillights of the car. I don't know why. Was that supposed to... So, mm, there's one little scene I want to talk about Mm -hmm. where Jimmy Fallon's getting chewed out by his lieutenant Mm -hmm. for being terrible Mm -hmm. and taking a taxi to Mm -hmm. a crime scene. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, he tells his female boss that she's being emotional right now. Oh, I I just wrote down Jimmy Fallon is sexist AF. Keeps calling her Marta, but I forgot to write down you're being emotional. He is terrible. He's he very unlikable. Mm-hmm. And the FBI is here, and they're letting us know about this crime that's happening. And then we see the interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And... Before they ask her any questions about the crime or about if she saw anything, they let her know that she's uh, not going to get her car back for like two weeks because they Mm -hmm. have to do ballistics on it. Mm -hmm. Again, even though they have a police officer who is an eyewitness and telling them who fired the only shot in it. Right. And like, if... There's no ballistics to do. There's just the broken window. The bullet isn't inside the car. Right, yeah. Like the casing, maybe. hmm And so she's upset that she can't get her car for two weeks because that is her livelihood. Mm-hmm. That means that she can't make money for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also unsealed her, like, juvenile yeah. record. Yeah, yep. They were going over her record. And while they're asking her about these world famous criminals that she's the first person to ever get a view on them to ever have any form of description they're threatening her with imprisonment Mm -hmm. by talking about these crimes that she has and how she's got all these tickets and they might just take away her license entirely yeah so yeah acab yeah Absolutely. And so because of that, she decides to tell them that she didn't see their faces. She only saw taillights because okay. she doesn't want to work with the cops because the cops suck. Okay. Got it. That was a little bit unclear to me. I guess I must have been like writing or drawing something. And uh, Jimmy Fallon, he's off the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, his lieutenant tells him to go clock in. Because apparently he's hasn't punched in. Yeah. I, I guess he was off for the day and then happened to get caught up in this crime. But now he's not on the clock. I don't know how yeah, cop hours work. Mm-mm. They'll mark it as overtime anyway and mm-hmm. someone will pay him. We learn that she was able to hear them speaking. Yeah, she's basically... Oh, I was thinking the, the sound of the car... Um, so yeah, she was able to hear them speaking. She heard that they were speaking Portuguese, mm-hmm. which means... And she knows Portuguese. And she knows Portuguese from being a... From not being a taxi driver. No, from being a food delivery person for a Portuguese restaurant. Okay. So that's how she knows Portuguese. Interesting. And that's why she knows that they're Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's meeting up with Jimmy Fallon after hours. Mm-hmm. He's in his uh, cop uniform because he's been he's been demoted to a street cop instead of a detective. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, we're going to solve this case off the books. 
So let's do some more crimes, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. Um, but uh, Queen Latifah was talking about how she really liked NASCAR and she would bond with her grandpa mm-hmm. um, over NASCAR. And while they couldn't go see the races very often, um, she got really good at listening to the races where she could tell who was going to win before, like, anyone else. She could tell by the sound who yeah, was winning. Yeah, she could tell by the sound who was winning. Um, and so she's basically Sherlock when it comes to, like, listening to cars. Yes, she knows the... Like, she sees the make and model, mm-hmm. but then she's able to tell what engine they're using and what mm-hmm. modifications they've done if they're running a little heavy mm-hmm. because of how good she is at hearing stuff. Mm-hmm. And she is the one who gets them their first break because she remembers that he shot the tire. And there is only one place in all of the New York City area yep. where you can get a no-flat tire. Only one. In all of the NYC area. Well, I thought it was just that specific tire, because it was that, like, armored kind of tire. Even so, there's only one in... I don't know, I figured the armored tires were, like, really rare. Well, even if they're really rare, New York City is giant. I figured these tires were, like, made up. Also, they have to go to Jersey, I guess, because there's a big open lot, so they're probably in Jersey. Uh, which, yeah. outside of his jurisdiction at that point. That's true. Um, and... Oh, and when Jimmy Fallon changes from his street, or from his uniform to his street clothes, um, he turns to Queen Latifah and says, You didn't see my nads, did you? He, I cannot stress enough how unlikable and awful his character actually is in this film. Just trying to be funny and it not landing. And they're driving his Daewoo to the scene because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. And he's the one driving and he's driving without a license. Mm-hmm. So there's another crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do the Austin Powers joke where he can't get out because he just keeps bumping back and forth yep. and hitting the cars. Mm-hmm. Which, that's two accidents where he doesn't leave any insurance information. Mm-hmm. So, and then leaves. So that's hit two hit and runs. So mm-hmm. more crimes. Mm-hmm. 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 And then Queen Latifah drives them, finally. And then mm-hmm. they get to the uh, warehouse. And they're staking it out instead of just mentioning anything. Yeah. Because he's the one who has to do it so he can get his job back. Mm-hmm. And she just wants her car back. Mm-hmm. She just wants her kids back. She does. Um, they, uh, get caught by Giselle's gang. Mm-hmm. Um. He, uh, cocks his gun two times. Mm-hmm. Which, again, he's now expelled a bullet. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Yep. Um, and they're, uh, Queen Latifah is able to, like, listen in on what the gang is saying because she speaks Portuguese and she's saying that... They are talking about how they don't want to kill a cop, or one of them doesn't want to kill a cop, um, and Jimmy Fallon, like, turns on 
uh, nitrous oxide can that's well, there. He's told that they don't want to kill him, so if they just stay cool, then they'll get out of this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And his... Oh, that's right, because Queen Latifah's like... Yeah, mm-hmm. Implying that he's going to do something to get them both killed. Mm-hmm. And she narks on him, as she should, because he's going to do something to get them both killed. Yeah. And he whips his jacket at one of the people with a gun, mm-hmm. manages to steal it, and they get into a back room without getting shot, even though these people are magnificently accurate with their bullets. Yeah. Uh, because they used four shots to take out four cameras in the bank. Mm-hmm. Like, later on, they shoot a gun out of a cop's hand yep. without hurting the cop. Yep. So they are basically Hawkeye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't manage to hit him as he's running into the office, but then when he, like, closes the door behind him, six bullets all hit where his head just was. Mm-hmm. So his plan is, I'm going to turn on this nitrous oxide, mm-hmm. and then they can't shoot because then there will be a fire, mm-hmm. and it'll take them out too, which it wouldn't because it would take a while to get there. Mm-hmm. And they, he breaks the valve because there's, in movies, if you open gas, it's, the valve's going to break. It's yeah. just science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was unsure of this. I thought it was just a goof because they're like, oh, they're on laughing gas now. And their voices drop. Mm -hmm. And I was uncertain. I thought, was this a stylistic choice to be like, this is what they feel like? Mm -hmm. But apparently nitrous oxide does. It's like anti-helium. Really? Yeah. It prevents your vocal cords from moving or makes your vocal cords move more or something or makes the them heavier so your voice drops when you're on nitrous oxide i did not know that yeah i wasn't sure i knew that there were gases that would do that yeah i think there's a boron based one which is what they probably used because uh but yeah i think they were actually doing that on set because we see it in the bloopers that they were so i think they actually did a practical effect of having them inhale a heavier than air gas to adjust their voices. Fun! Yep. Could have done that with the sound effects. Yeah, well, all the jokes that they're doing are not worth the effort, but someone on set knew, hey, when you do nitrous oxide, your voice drops, so we should have their voice drop, and I got this can that we can use. Because they wouldn't have used actual nitrous oxide because then there's no way that they would have been able to film the scene. Right. I don't know what they used. I don't know either. And the cops have gone away. Or the uh, robbers have left. They Mm -hmm. got the tire they needed. And Jimmy Fallon can't get out of the room because he's high. Mm -hmm. Queen Lativa has to save them. Mm -hmm. Even though she's high. Mm -hmm. She's infinitely more competent than he is. She's always infinitely more competent than he is. And then a cop shows up mm-hmm. for indeterminate reasons. Yep. And then the NOS goes off and it blows up their car. Yep. And they flee the scene, leaving another crime. Mm-hmm. Just so many crimes. So many crimes. We gotta go to his ma! Yeah, uh... Queen Latifah thinks that they're going to his girlfriend's place because she is like, what? You have a girlfriend? And then he, oh. There's one more scene. 
first they go to Queen Latifah's boyfriend. Oh, right. Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon talks, a huge air quotes here, urban to uh, ingratiate himself. Yeah, yeah. And shows the guy his badge and his badge gets stolen. So again, a black man just stole a badge from a New York City cop mm-hmm. as a goof mm-hmm. and then destroys it. Yeah, he, yeah, they're outside the door and Queen Latifah's like, oh, that's a blowtorch sound. Um, so yeah, and then he just like gets his badge. It's like folded in half and it's like, yeah, basically. Charred, it's, yeah. ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, we get to uh, this place where, uh, again, Queen Latifah thinks that this is Jimmy Fallon's girlfriend's place. And she's like, you have a girlfriend? And then he opens the door and it's Anne Margaret as his mom. And they have a really weird Oedipal kind of thing, kind of relationship. Like, he he calls her mommy, which, like, you're an adult. That's weird. Um, And, oh, that's right. They, like, bounce up and down, like, hugging each other. And they're like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Which is just bizarre. And we talk about how much fun alcoholism is. Yeah. And that is the, again, air quotes, joke with this character is that she is. is, (laughs) It's hilarious that she is such an alcoholic. And she is always drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. And also she asks, or she thinks that uh, Queen Latifah is Jimmy Fallon's girlfriend and says, he's got the jungle fever. And the only good part about this whole scene is that they decided to make her a cat lady without any cats. Mm-hmm. So I got to look for all the pictures of cats in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there were at least seven. Yep. A lot of cats. Um, she tells about how he's totaled three cars mm-hmm. while on the force. Yep. One of them was an APC. So he was somehow entrusted with... A tank mm. in the streets of the most densely populated city on this continent. Yeah. And Queen Latifah rightfully points out how terrible of an idea that is. I don't even know how he got his driver's license. Yeah. Like, he can't get out of a parallel parking situation. Like, how on earth did he ever get his driver's license? Um, also, we find out that the Daewoo, um, was his mom's. hmm Not his. And apparently, his, uh, fears of driving all stem from a single bad experience from when he was six, when his dad handed him the wheel while driving 90 on the highway and saying, drive or we die. And I know that a traumatic experience can affect you like that, but... Does he think about that every time he's in a car? Mm-hmm. When his dad was driving for the next 12 years of his life, was mm-hmm. he freaked out? Mm-hmm. And also, no one in New York City drives anyway. Right. Like, they have good public transportation and you can walk places, so you don't need to have a car. Mm-hmm. So it seems weird that this is his fatal flaw. Right. Is that he can't drive. Yeah. And that's also how they tried to teach him to swim, was they, like, threw him in the pool and they were like, figure it out, which 
I mean, obviously they had to pull him out at some point because otherwise he wouldn't be alive. My dad always says, what's to figure out about swimming? You throw the kid in, they either figure it out or you get him out. And I don't know how to swim. Those two facts might be related. <laughs> uh, okay, so then uh, Jimmy Fallon asks Queen Latifah if uh, she wants to crash at his place. And she's like, well, I don't really have another choice. Um, and so we find out Jimmy Fallon lives right next to his mommy. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he's like an eight-year-old boy in his... Yeah, he, like, jumps on the bed and, like, lays on his stomach it's... and is hugging a pillow. It's so weird. And Queen Latifah is lying on the floor and she's lying on her stomach. Mm-hmm. Who sleeps on their stomach? I mean, I do. Mm, yeah. After uh, after getting comfy, but like I don't like try to go to sleep on my stomach. You don't fall asleep hugging your pillow like you're no, going to tell secrets not my, into the night. Not my arms like underneath my chin like that. Like, like a no, little cherubic. Yeah, no. Person. Definitely not like that. Um yeah, so then they have this sleepover thing, um, and... Her middle name is Precious. That's right. He goes through her file, and he, like, makes fun of her for having the middle name Precious. Um, and when they wake up the next day, they have this breakthrough that they were spe- that they are Brazilian or something, or... I don't even remember what the breakthrough is, but they need to go tell the cops right away. Oh, that Queen Latifah says that they were women. Ah, yeah, that they were women, which mm-hmm. apparently she never mentioned to Jimmy Fallon no. yet. Uh, and they go to the police station and he's told that they're in the middle of something. So he has to wait a second. Mm-hmm. And so he sits down and pouts. And then leaves without telling them this incredibly vital information Mm -hmm. that their criminals are four Brazilian women. Mm -hmm. Which, that is a huge clue Mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. And and you could just yell it. Just like yell, they're women! Mm -hmm. And get that across. Mm -hmm. But nope, he's a bad cop who is bad at his job. Yep. And so he decides that instead, they're going to get her car out of, her taxi out of the impound lots that they can catch the bad guys. Mm-hmm. We get Pat and Oswalt. Yep. And it's fun because I like Pat and Oswalt. And they lie to Pat and Oswalt and say that Queen Latifah is an officer. So they impersonate an officer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says to Friendster me, they do an overly long scene of him lying about who Queen Latifah is Mm -hmm. and how she knows jujitsu and has a dojo. Yep. Um, so then we see the, uh, the models, um, they like get to this like off, you know, road, well, not off-road, but, like, under a bridge or something like that. They're in an underpass. They're in an underpass. Um, and they uh, paint, they peel off the paint 
Um, and they're basically a pit team where they just completely, like, read. I mean, not redo the car, but they make it look different. They change the license plate. They peel off the paint. With their hands. With their hands, yeah. Um, and they uh, then change into bikinis, I guess. Or like, Honestly, it didn't even look like bikinis. It looked like they were in their underwear. Um, and they throw, like, all the paint and uh, their uh, clothes that they were wearing before into this dumpster and set it on fire mm-hmm. and then drive away. So I worked for a summer at a uh, electric company's like warehouse. And one of my jobs was to remove the decals from decommissioned cars that they could be resold. Mm. Uh, and let me tell you, it doesn't just peel off. You gotta use a heat gun, you gotta aim it at there, you gotta slowly peel it, otherwise it's gonna break and you have to try and peel it up again. Trick is to keep it pulling and moving the heat gun little by little as you keep pulling at even pressure, and then you can get it off in one piece, but only if you're a pro. That does not sound fun. It wasn't, uh, but that job... um, Towards the main thing that I did was mow lawns, and towards the end of the summer, there was like it, the lawns weren't growing as fast, so I didn't have to mow them as frequently. Also, I knew the route and everything; I could get through stuff faster. Uh, they, uh, my manager was just like, "I don't have anything for you to do, so just stay out of the way," because they just he didn't have anything for me to do, but I had to be there to close up. Mm-hmm. So I literally would take naps in <laughs> a van that was there, listen to podcasts, because uh, I didn't have, like, a smartphone or anything. Mm-hmm. So it was just my iPod to entertain me for, like, two and a half hours every afternoon. When, how old was were uh, you? This would have been when I was 19, so after my freshman year of college. Mm, I didn't know that about summer. that. Yeah. Uh, and there was a chase scene that we missed uh, where Queen Latifah is like, why are they heading this way? Because oh, that that's way right. is blocked. Yep. And I know everything about everything. So they're going to show up right now. And, and they show up right they now. They do. Because mm-hmm. apparently she's magic. And the whole time Jimmy Fallon is like, why are you talking? We should go. We should. We need to be chasing after them. Um, and yeah, apparently Queen Latifah knows exactly where they are at all times during this chase scene. And they are chasing after, and they're, like, pulled up right alongside them, and then they're alongside the other side. Mm. And Giselle, uh, at one point, shoots a tire out on a car on both sides that the cars try to block Queen Latifah's route. And her solution is to pull a U-turn and then drive in reverse mm-hmm. because that allows her to weave through this traffic. Yeah. And all I could think was in Star Wars Episode One when Anakin's like, barrel, or well, I could try a barrel roll. That's a neat trick. It's like, this is reverse. That's a neat trick. I just feel like so much of this is like, what, what would look cool? What... Like, not only, like, what does Jimmy Fallon's character think looks cool, but, like, also the director was like, oh, we should do this. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, 
not feasible <laughs> or like not not feasible but it's just not logistically like what would be the best course of action there i will say this chase scene does have pretty good music uh but i want to know why is giselle both the getaway driver and a crack shot because typically on a in a heist movie you have like each person has their specific skill set mm. but in this she is both the best driver and the best shot so why does she need the other people yep. to also shoot? I mean, I guess the later day Fast and Furious movies, everyone is also good at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she's Giselle. And yes, the they managed to somehow get swerved out by them and then crash into a fire hydrant, which water shoots up through the engine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we need to talk about what the audience really wants to hear about here. And that's soap containers. Because <laughs> we saw two commercials while watching this. Because we were watching it on Tubi, where it's free, uh, with commercials. We saw two commercials for Dawn Platinum. Mm-hmm. One, talking about how you can do fewer dishes with the new bottle design which that's not how dishes work no (laughs) getting the soap out faster because you don't have to twist your wrist as much doesn't save you time on washing dishes yeah it's not like ketchup like it doesn't you don't have a hard time getting the dish soap out and uh then we also saw one for a spray bottle which also claimed to cut down on your washing time Mm -hmm. so what is it dawn is it (laughs) I should turn the bottle upside down, or is it, I should use the spray bottle, because those are two completely different technologies that do not complement each other, and in fact, do not work together. (laughs) And, you know, I think I would go with the spray one over, no, i go with the upside down one, because most of the time I'm going to be filling the sink, and I'm not going to be spraying the soap directly on the dish. What about both? You have the upside down one for filling the sink, and then you have the spray for spraying the dishes. I mean, then I'm going to have too many bottles of soap on my sink. (laughs) Like, just having one hand soap with the pump, and then one for the bottle, like, for the washing dishes, that's all you need Mm. at the sink. Mm -hmm. Get your stuff together, Dawn. These are just two things that I did not realize that anybody wanted or Um, needed see this is what we miss out when we only watch streaming and we stopped seeing commercials Mm -hmm. is i did not realize all the advances in soap bottle technology yeah me neither that 1998 ketchup figured out (laughs) now if they can come out with a purple soap oh Mm -hmm. Uh, oh right back to the movie yeah uh a cop manages to pull over the uh, BMW that they're in yep, mm-hmm. because they've decided to just pull over any BMW, even though they don't see any red ones. Mm-hmm. Also, when they change into their underwear, I guess, yeah. um, they also like rip their clothes mm-hmm. for like no reason. They could just like change out of it normally, but no, they have to be like sexy and like rip off their clothes. You're telling me you can wear stripper clothes when you're not stripping. <laughs> um, 
and a cop pulls them over. Mm-hmm. And they weren't stripper clothes, though. They were just like no. rip- <laughs> just tear away. They were not sex worker clothes. They were just like yeah. They literally like ripped the yeah. So and uh, this cop does not notice their very obvious wigs, or does not mention anything about it. Because their wigs are terrible. They're really bad. They're really bad wigs. And he's like, hey, I need you to... I need license and registration, and I need you to open your trunk. And uh, first off, he doesn't need to see inside their trunk. They do not need to. No, he needs a warrant for that. Yeah, he does not have reasonable cause. Mm-mm. Just because A, B, M, W right. was spotted. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know that he's looking for four women because mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon is a bad cop and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets distracted by these beautiful, sexy women being mm-hmm. beautiful and sexy mm-hmm. in bikinis. Yep. And so he's doing a bad job. Mm-hmm. And then Giselle does like a Jersey accent because I guess she wanted to show off that she can do acting. <laughs> She's much better just, like, speaking Portuguese. Um, Yeah, and she, like, pops the trunk, and he's like, open the case. And there's, like, this built-up tension, and then she opens it, and it's lacy underwear. Which, that's suspect, too, because why do they have a suitcase full of only underwear? Yeah, you don't just pack a suitcase with just underwear. There's no pants, no skirts, no tops. Nope. But uh, he's too attracted to them to think this through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so Queen Latifah gets her license taken away because she has been breaking all these laws. And also she stole a car from police custody mm-hmm. and pretended to be an officer. Mm-hmm. And also, like, her car is itself incredibly not street legal. Mm-hmm. But then Jimmy Fallon's like, no, I ordered those modifications. And so the lieutenant's like, fine, she can keep her license. But, but you better you're not fired. S- you're fired and I better not see her car at all ever again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he should be fired because he I mean, screwed he should up- have been fired a long time ago. And this investigation in particular, he has done nothing right. No, and in the beginning, she, like, the lieutenant says, like, you're a great cop, you're just a really bad driver, which he has not shown that he is a good cop at all. Nope. Like, not even, like, by, like, without, like, the ACAB, like, you know, point of view. Like, just from, like, a cop doing what cops do, like, he is not a quote-unquote good cop. Nope. And so he gets fired, and uh, he actually has been using his badge as a money clip, and he said that he, like, wanted a money clip always. Yep. And she doesn't ask for his gun. She does not. So the classic turn in your badge and your gun, he only turns in his badge. Yep. Which also, he didn't tell her that it was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's there at Queen Latifah's garage and she's fixing up the taxi. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Jimmy Fallon's still hanging out with her. 
Uh, even though he's arguably ruined her life. Mm-hmm. And... But now they're just best friends. And he's talking about how he always wanted to be a cop because his dad was a cop. Um, And basically, he thought it would be cool. He thought it would make him look cool. Like, Mm -hmm. that's like the only thing that we learn about like because i was literally writing down like why did he want to and then i crossed it out and i was like oh because his dad was a cop and because he thought it would be cool yep and he he decides that he's gonna go rogue and take these criminals down as a vigilante great let's commit some more crimes Mm -hmm. that we'll get away with yep and quillantifa Decides to be like, hey, start the car up. Let's see if it's working. And let's have you drive. Mm-hmm. And he needs to relax. He needs to stop thinking. Because the one thing you should do when, when you're, you're driving in... is stop thinking. Yep. When you're in New York City traffic and driving is mm-hmm. to not think so much. Yep. Don't think. Just drive. And Great advice. He needs to get out of his head. And the only way that he can drive, it seems is if he is singing. Well, he didn't want to sing at first, but Queen Latifah was like, why don't you sing or put put on some music first? Which then he turns on and it's like rap. And um, then Queen Latifah's like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yeah, because he's looks like he's having an epileptic seizure with his dance moves. Mm-hmm. And also, he is very enthusiastic for the song that he's listening to. Which, it has words that he does not get to say. No. Um, and so, Queen Latifah flips the station and Everlasting Love comes on. Um, but this will be. Um, and so, uh, she tells him to s- start singing. And he sings and uh then he he like stops singing and then he can't like drive anymore and then she's like no keep singing and then they're just driving with him singing Mm because apparently all he needed to be a a halfway decent driver is to sing while he's driving yep and singing terribly he chose the wrong octave to go in it sounds like he's just screeching he's not saying the lyrics at all yeah well i think that's the point of it is yeah. he's not supposed to be good but yeah um, and they go to his mom's house mm-hmm. for some reason i guess just to say hi to his ma yeah i i mean i guess he lives right next door but yeah he does uh and queen latifah's boyfriend is there mm-hmm and I guess he got a call, or he called Queen Latifah's phone and she had forgotten it mm-hmm. when they had dinner there. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon's mom explained everything, and now everything's okay. Yep. Everybody's and, happy. And Anne Margaret is trying to seduce this man. Yep. Because she finds him very attractive. Mm-hmm. And also she's drunk because alcoholism is funny. Hilarious. Um... Also, there's so much tongue when Queen Latifah and is. her boyfriend kiss. So much. Yeah. 
And then we get the next biggest break in the case. Parking in New York City is bad. Mm-hmm. But these uh, bank robbers have managed to park directly in front of the bank each time. Mm-hmm. Which, therefore, means that they must be parking on days when there's tra- on days when there's garbage pickup. Mm-hmm. And so they must know someone who's doing garbage. Apparently. But this is actually kind of a clever idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do foreshadow it a bit mm-hmm. because there has been a garbage truck during both of their previous car chases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when they're in the alley, that's mm-hmm. what allowed them to escape. And uh, when they were driving, they had to swerve around a garbage truck. Yep. But to make the jump that they've got someone on the inside to like pick up the cash for them. Right. Instead of they hid the cash somewhere in the car, the cop didn't see it. Mm hmm. I guess. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah, he. They go to break in to Mm -hmm. the sanitation department. Mm -hmm. Queen Latifah pretends to be Officer Goodsnatch. Great. Jimmy Fallon pretends to be an officer, so that is breaking and entering and impersonating an officer because he Mm -hmm. was fired. Mm Mm-hmm. He still has his gun mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. so that's some more crimes mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they figure out which um, garbage uh, sanitation worker they need to find, and for some reason, his name is Anthony Scalia. Okay, good, because I was like, why would you... There's so many names that you could... Do. Why would you... Anthony Scalia. Like, I... I have no idea. Like, maybe it's a subtle joke or something. I don't know. I I have no idea why they chose that name. I know there are more people named Scalia, but... It didn't have to be Anthony. In a movie, you get to choose any name you want. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't choose a name that starts with A. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, they show up to the... uh, robbery the next day and they call in and they're like hey we figured out there's going to be a robbery somewhere between these streets because that's where the garbage truck driver will be and despite their whole reason for being there being that they realize that you can't find parking in new york city mm-hmm. they managed to find a parking spot across from the bank mm-hmm. so that they could watch everything happen in mm-hmm. new york city Yeah, and they don't even have, like, help from the police, like, doing that because he's not a police officer anymore, so. Jimmy Fallon cocks his gun again. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, all the cops show up, and they're worried that it's just one, but nope. Uh, The lieutenant listened to Jimmy Fallon. Wait a second. Yep. Um, Because that is... Yeah, that's when Jimmy Fallon, like, tries to warn or, like, get the cops to that area. Mm -hmm. And, like, as she's, like, talking to him, um, she's, like, saying, I've got something, you know, more important going on. Like, you can't be calling me, blah, 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 blah. And she is trying to, like, shut him down. And he's saying, Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Lieutenant. And then he goes, shut up, Marta. And that's, that's how this happens. 
See, you're misunderstanding the hierarchy. Although it would seem that as a lieutenant in the police force, she outranks him, he is a white man, right, and she yeah. is a woman of color. Therefore, he outranks her, and she should be deferent to him. Mm, mm-hmm. Backslash sarcasm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, she does listen to him and sends in the cops. Mm-hmm. And so they go with a plan B, and there's a hostage situation. Mm-hmm. And the lieutenant is like, no, I'm not letting this kid get taken hostage because like a 20-year-old guy who was at the bank. Yeah, they make it seem like he's a child and he's yeah. like, I don't know, probably like 19 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he would be a teenager because why would a teenager go to the bank? You don't need to go to the bank when no. you're a teenager. No, uh, unless you're in Japan, in which case you send your, your two-year-old to, to go to the bank and, and pick up... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they would because the, like the counter is so high, but like I feel they'd like they'd be able to they're... reach up. Kids are really good at getting where they're not supposed to be if you tell them that there's something they want on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> you saw Jiro get the sushi rolls that even though he was supposed to be making juice. Uh, you, Yuki, uh, you, Yuko. I don't remember the kid's name. Yeah, he stood up on his play table and grabbed the roll, even though he was supposed to be making juice. You should definitely watch Old Enough. I'm Old Enough. Yes. Old it's enough called Old on Enough Netflix. on Netflix. It's adorable. It's, it's toddlers just, going on errands. It's so funny. It's so cute. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so they grab this, like, young-ish guy um, and then Lieutenant, uh, I want to say Esposito because it's Jennifer Esposito, but Lieutenant Robbins um, says, like, no, um, I'll go in his place. And Giselle says, okay, after they, like, talk about it for a second. Like, um, oh, you better not be wearing a wire. Yeah, and then weird sexual frisking goes on where she, like, feels, or, like, she, like, cops a feel Which, on that her is butt. how you should properly frisk someone is check under the fatty areas because mm-hmm. that's where you might be trying to hide something. And, uh, unfortunately, the movie lingers on it. And yeah, they show the guys watching it. Very male gaze. There's literally an extra who licks his lips mm-hmm. as he's watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the cops is like, oh, maybe I should get get taken hostage too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um. And so Queen Latifah decides to get her... Or, yeah, but also, why are they checking for a wire? They already know who it is. They have visual confirmation. They don't need a wire to, like, get a confession or anything. Well, they I, should be checking for a gun. Yeah, I thought that's what they were checking for. I didn't think they were she checking for She specifically says, are, let's make sure she's not wearing a wire. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe to... So that she doesn't say, like, where they're going. Yeah, or so that she doesn't have a tracker or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, they, apparently, the cop, the helicopter that was following them lost them somewhere around Grand Central Station. And then we see a BMW driving driving 
through Grand Central Station. It just reminded me of Naked Gun, but not <laughs> as funny. Um, I so, should have just watched Naked Gun. I know. I was just like, I really wish we were watching Naked Gun Why instead. do we watch bad movies? I... And they... Uh, Queen Latifah is like, I know how to follow them, and calls her bike messenger pals. Mm-hmm. And they've got a network of bike messengers who are on the lookout for this car now. Yep. And one of them is like riding on the streets following and straight up sketches on their car at one point. Yeah. Yep. Like, These are four armed people. And there's a hostage. Your plan is to grab onto their car with your bike uh-huh. so that you can follow them easier. Mm-hmm. Which, admittedly, it's New York City. Bike messengers are crazy. They grab onto cars all the time, from what I understand. Yeah. I just feel like, I felt like these four women would, you know, catch on to that and see that. Because, yeah. yeah. Anyway. um, And they managed to figure out where uh, the money is. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I wasn't paying attention, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. And they... Take out the fifth member of the crew who is there for some reason. I guess he's there entirely to watch the hostages sometimes. Yeah, he's the the driver that Giselle was mean to in the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gives up where the money is. And so they come up with this idea. We're going to exchange the money for the hostage. Mm-hmm. And they set up a location. They get the cops to go there. They're like, oh, I didn't say we were going to stop and do it. So they have to do the exchange while moving. Mm-hmm. And so it's two convertibles and this super taxi. Yep. And they're doing a chase scene. And suddenly they're in the middle of the desert on the interstate. Yep. So, again, not New York City. Mm-hmm. There are even mountains in the background. Oh, I didn't see that. Maybe it's the Adirondacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Adirondacks just outside of New York City. Yeah. On, in the blank stretch of nothing. And, yeah, Jimmy Fallon is, like, looking at uh, the map, trying to figure out what to do, because Queen Latifah keeps saying, we need a plan. Even though earlier she said that his strong suit was not in making plans, and he needs to stop overthinking things. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to do a car switch thing, or mm. moving around. Uh, and for some reason... Jimmy Fallon's plan is to take Jennifer Esposito out of the car into the taxi while Queen Latifah's handing off the money, and then the last second to have Queen Latifah not give up the money. Yeah. And this plan gets interrupted numerous times. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she's a police officer. Mm-hmm. She knows how to use a weapon. Mm-hmm. Maybe hand her the gun that you have. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, she can take care of herself now. Mm-hmm. But that plan seems less yeah. safe than jump into my vehicle at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, also, Jimmy Fallon says, trust me, like, a couple times. Why? Why would you trust him? He has not shown any reason to trust him. Well, he is a white man. He is a white man, that's true. That seems, like, pretty trustworthy to me. And... He manages to pull her in at the last second, and they give up the money. 
to get her in. And then he's like, slam on the brakes now. And then the, they do a thing from speed and the interstate isn't finished. Yep. And the two cars ramp off mm-hmm. and cross this gap in the interstate. There's like 20 foot gap. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a Hot Wheel car it being does. held up by a piece of string. <laughs> and then they land and there's just one... Uh, 50 foot section of concrete so they can't mm-hmm. gain enough speed to do a jump again they can't get out and they're trapped yep the the street or the road behind them is fine or the yep stretch of interstate <laughs> behind them is finished like it's just this one little gap yep mm-hmm. and Giselle does not take it well and she does a primal scream and starts firing her gun and so they hide behind the taxi and oh no and all of a sudden this movie decides to try to take it seriously decide that we suddenly have stakes to try to take itself seriously um and queen latifah is shot but she's not even shot in the gut she's not she's shot in like the shoulder and not even like the bone like the space where the muscle is, which, yeah, uh, it's painful if you get shot there mm-hmm. and it becomes hard to lift your arm above your head. It's not a super fatal place. Right, yeah. But they are they so concerned. Basically shut down the hospital so that, like, they can get Queen Latifah in. And Jennifer Esposito gets in the back of the car to put pressure on the wound. Mm-hmm. That means Jimmy Fallon has to drive. So now he's singing as he's driving. And again, he's driving backwards for no reason. Well, also, like, Jennifer Esposito offered to drive. She was like, yep. I'll drive. And Jimmy Fallon is like, no, I'll drive. And then Queen Latifah's like, yeah, let him drive. Why? Jennifer Esposito is perfectly capable of driving. And Jimmy Fallon is perfectly capable of putting pressure on a wound. Because his character needs to finish its arc. He needs to grow and change. There is no reason for him to be driving. And then he pulls a Yui and does a whip around so that Mm -hmm. he's driving forward again. And the stunt driver is very obviously not Jimmy Fallon. Uh, But I don't even think they had any other stunt performers in the vehicle. Mm. And he's driving to the hospital, and they're getting surgery ready, and they're prepped, and they're telling him where to park. Mm-hmm. And instead, he crashes into the waiting room. Yep. Potentially killing the people that are there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Potentially killing himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he can't wait for and her everyone else that he's to get with. operated on mm-hmm. with her deadly shoulder wound. <sighs> <laughs> Such a terrible, terrible, terrible plan. Mm-hmm. Like, and she is so uninjured, like, so far from death. She could have walked herself to the operating room. Yeah. But they're, like, putting her on the cart and everything and be like, let's get her in there. Yep. Everybody, like, drops everything to help her when she has, like, a... Yeah. And... Then we cut to some time later. Mm-hmm. And now she is a NASCAR driver because she managed to do it. Yep. She, so she did it. She's the first female NASCAR driver ever. And she is sponsored by 
all of the banks of New York. All of them. Just they all, all the banks. They all came together and were like, you know what we love? That you didn't, that you saved our insured money from being stolen. Right? Like that thing that we would have no loss for. Mm-hmm. That no one was hurt. There was no murders from this criminal crew. Yep. They were a surprisingly pacifist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nope, we've all come together to sponsor you. And also you have a taxi themed car. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, the NASCAR people watching wouldn't know, but we just saw the movie about right. how she's a taxi yeah. driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Jeff Gordon is there to... Have a cameo. Have a cameo. Oh, and then her boyfriend proposes in the worst way, at the worst time. He has it on the Jumbotron where it says, like, Belle Williams, will you marry me? She is in her car. He is not there. No one can see her expression. And he's like, I'll meet you in the winner's circle. That's horrible. Like, she's going to be focused on that instead of the race. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't know if she said yes. The yeah. announcer doesn't know. Nope. And that's all everyone's going to be thinking about yeah. for the entire race now. Mm-hmm. And also Jimmy Fallon and Jennifer Esposito show up and he's mm-hmm. wearing a terrible disguise and so is she. Yeah. Because they're Russian mobsters now, I guess. Uh, and... And Lieutenant is doing undercover work now. I, I, I guess. feel like that's not something that a higher up... And he keeps going in for a kiss because he thought there was a moment and she pulls away. She very clearly said there was no moment. There will never be a moment. Like their relationship most closely resembles that of Will Ferrell and his psychiatrist and stepbrothers Mm, before mm -hmm. he sings where he's convinced that there's a relationship when there isn't. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, they have no chemistry together and she never shows any inclination that she likes him. No. Mm-mm. Outside of, like, professional context. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, where are they? There are no NASCAR tracks in New York City's jurisdiction. So why are these two New York City police officers doing an undercover operation in, in Florida? Like, or... There might be one in Jersey somewhere. Maybe. Or maybe upstate New York, but not New York City. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do not know why they are there. I do not know either. Also, her bike messenger friend is her uh, crew, her pit boss, Mm -hmm. her pit crew leader. Which, what does he know about being a NASCAR driver? (laughs) What's he going to do? Be like, oh, you got to hand the package off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta make sure you pedal fast here. Yeah, he probably doesn't even fix his own bike. He would probably take that to, like, a bike shop. So, yeah, it makes no sense. Um, and, yep, yeah, then... Mom is still an alcoholic. Mm-hmm, and still flirting with the guy who mm-hmm. is in a very loving and committed relationship. Yep. And, yep, yeah, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, yep. Then we get our bloopers. And all of the bloopers for Jimmy Fallon are him breaking character. Yep. And that's, yep. And that's the movie. That's Taxi. It's so weird how much this movie, like, just defaults to Jimmy Fallon being likable. When Tim Story's black, like, he cut his teeth with, like, his big break was Barbershop, a black comedy. Mm-hmm. He should know that 
the white NYPD officer is not the intrinsic hero, even when he's, like, failing all the time. Well, he didn't even make him likable at all, like, in the script. Well, the script, yeah, wouldn't be him. That was Tom Lennon and and crew. Oh, gotcha. But, yeah, like, on the page, he's unlikable. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Fallon did nothing to make him likable. Mm -hmm. It's just... I hated him so much. And Queen Latifah was overly competent. I know people talk about Mary Sue's a lot. Mm -hmm. And... She's kind of preternaturally great at everything. Mm. Uh, and I'm glad she didn't end up as a cop. Yeah, I like, definitely thought she was going to end up as a cop. That's the worst part of Zootopia, is that the fox becomes a cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and the terrible racism metaphor. But the yeah. cop, or fox shouldn't become a cop. He should just be a ha- happy with what he is. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, this movie, it's mm-hmm. it's 97 minutes, and it's too long. Yeah. I'm also really glad that Jennifer Esposito never, like, he didn't, like, win the yes. woman. I was very glad that they never even, like, showed a shred of, like, interest by her, because I was really worried, like, at the end she was going to be like, fine, you can take me out some night, or something like that. Yeah, or kiss him. Yeah. Yep, he didn't win his prize girl yeah you're right um but other than that i don't recommend this this was not good this was not like so bad it's good this was not particularly funny um i doodled quite a bit (laughs) um the drive it just i the whole time i was just thinking like There is so much damage being done and probably people dying and being injured for insured money. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also didn't like this movie. I do not recommend it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The action wasn't good. The comedy wasn't good. Mm -hmm. The plot didn't really make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did like the little twist with the uh, days being figured out. Like, with New York City parking being a plot point, that's clever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, didn't care for the rest of it. I think watching it with commercial breaks is the only thing that made me sane through this. Yeah. Because every once in a while, I got, like, a little minute and a half break to mm-hmm. think about soap. Or if I need an attorney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, don't watch it. Don't. And if you do, take commercial breaks. Also, it has nothing to do with taxes. Yeah, it doesn't, which that is a major failing yeah, on the part of this movie. That it doesn't fit in with the theme at all. Yeah. Like, what were they thinking when they made this movie? I don't know. It didn't fit our theme. Nope. Mm-mm. So I give this movie two unnecessary gun cocks out of a failed attempt at making Jimmy Fallon happen. Excellent. Um, and so- yeah, so new segment. We've got email. We do have email. Oh, we have email email. That's right. So we got an email from our uh, listener, uh, Betsy Gorham, Mm -hmm. who reached out to us about our recent From Justin to Kelly episode. Mm -hmm. And she says, hello, Allie and Rick. I saw this movie circa 2004 when the dust was still settling from this disaster of a film. 
I have blissfully forgotten the details, so listening to your episode, I had no memories other than an abstract feeling of how bad it was. Which, honestly, that's how we feel about most of the movies that we see. Yeah. Is that we don't remember anything about it except that they were bad. Yep. Back to the mm-hmm. email. I'm glad you mentioned that the two stars were contractually obligated to appear as part of their time on American Idol. How quickly we forget that in 2002, no one really knew the show would be a hit, and one of the prizes involved being prominently featured in a feature-length movie, this being the single time they did it. (laughs) One finds little difficulty in identifying the issues in developing a movie where the stars had yet to be determined until moments before production began, and the resulting film demonstrates this. Kelly Clarkson even fought hard to be released from this obligation. You can't be surprised by a lackluster performance when at least one star is genuinely phoning it in. You spoke at length about the fashion in this movie. It may be cringe to look at now, but you can't say it wasn't isn't honest. Having been there, I can attest to the accuracy. Hey, I was there too. Yeah, Betsy would have just been a couple years older than you at the time. I'm not a baby, Betsy. The first outfit you described being particularly clear in my memory, layered t-shirts and a long denim skirt, as I too was known to wear such an ensemble. And Betsy- That's not my fault. Betsy, I love you. You may have not been good at the fashion. (laughs) (laughs) It is not my fault that you wore long denim skirts with layered (laughs) t-shirts. Kelly Clarkson obviously came through this unscathed, but give some credit to Justin Guarini, who may not be a household name or have a huge career to speak of, but as the Diet Dr. Pepper mascot Little Sweet has brought this listener several moments of joy. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was him. Little Sweet? Little Sweet, yeah. Like, these commercials where they have like a 8-inch tall cowboy named Little Sweet talking about Dr. Pepper. What? I do not remember that. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't think I've thought about what Justin Guarini looks like outside of watching this movie in the past 20 years, so it's not too shocking. A little sweet Dr. Pepper. Okay. Oh! Oh, wow, that's him? I, okay. I had no idea that was him. All right. Yeah, good for him. So, yeah, get paid. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for enjoying this trash so I don't have to. In this case, again, love, Betsy. Aw. Thanks, Betsy. Thank you, Betsy. So, yes, if you want to be like Betsy and have your email read on this podcast, Mm -hmm. you can reach out to us at 30belowpod at Mm gmail.com. That's 30belowpod at Mm gmail.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Allie Daniels. And you can find me on Twitter at Rick Boston, or you can find me on Twitch at Northernmost Gamer. I'm mm-hmm. streaming most weekends. Yeah, and you do lots of voices, mm-hmm. and it's very fun to watch. Aw, thanks, baby. <laughs> All right, well, that has been Taxi, and, uh, uh that has been Taxi on 30 Below with Rick and Allie. I've been Allie. I've been Rick. And this has been 30 Below. <laughs> Bye. Bye.